the first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, in that song about summer, we aren't thinking about summer right now. Here we are heading into another year. Happy New Year, everybody. A couple of days late. 2021 is underway and we're not waiting for the sun to go down. We're waiting for the sun to come up. Scott with you this morning on Wax 104.5 with the Midwest Farm Report. And it's 23 degrees here in Eau Claire. La Crosse has 21. Marshfield's at 22. Green Bay, 20. Rice Lake is at 24. Wausau, 22. Madison's at 20. Milwaukee is at 22. And my beautiful weather reporter up on Iman Ridge says it's 24 degrees there. The year went fast in some respects, didn't it? Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Ah, don't blink. 23 degrees here in Eau Claire. This is WAXX 104.5 FM radio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Let's hear some world and national news. It's 4.59 a.m. NBC News Radio, I'm Dean Muccio. A top Democratic senator is calling for a criminal investigation into President Trump's call with Georgia's Secretary of State. During the call, Trump pressed Brad Raffensperger to find votes that would overturn Joe Biden's victory. And there's nothing wrong with saying that, you know, uh, that you've recalculated. Well, Mr. President, the challenge that you have is the data you have is wrong. Illinois Senator Dick Durbin said it's more than a pathetic, rambling, delusional rant. The Democratic whip said Trump's actions strike at the heart of our democracy and they should be investigated. 2020 may have come and gone, but Dr. Anthony Fauci is worried. The fight against the coronavirus will only get worse in the near future. On NBC's Meet the Press, the nation's top infectious disease expert is worried the level of infection and deaths could get worse. Fauci cited holiday and indoor gatherings as the reason for his prediction. The CEO of AARP says there are far too many older Americans dying of the coronavirus in nursing homes. 40% of the people who have died in this country live in nursing homes, and so we see this really as an unconscionable national disaster. On CBS's Face the Nation, Joanne Jenkins also talked about vaccines, saying the plan to get people inoculated isn't moving nearly quick enough. People in long-term care facilities are among the first groups scheduled to get the vaccine before it's more widely available. A woman is dead after a shooting outside a Houston nightclub Sunday that also left three sheriff's deputies injured. The Harris County Sheriff's Office says it happened at the Set nightclub when a fight broke out. A suspect started shooting at the deputies as they tried to break it up. The deputies are recovering and the suspect was arrested after seeking treatment for a gunshot wound. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Fire threatens everything in its path. When it threatens our nation and our communities, we respond. We bring the fight to the front line. The Army National Guard stands ready to face the dangers of Mother Nature and protect our homes and our neighbors. We will always be there when your community needs us the most. Discover more about all the ways you can serve part-time in your community by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Wisconsin Army National Guard. Aired by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association and this station. This season, there's a new choice for your fields. Zatabo soybean seed, designed with triple-stacked Enlist E3 technology for weed control flexibility. Supported by a dedicated team of BASF agronomic experts. Protected 
by the versatile BASF soybean crop protection portfolio. Zatavo soybean seed stacked in your favor. Zatavo from MS Technologies, distributed exclusively by BASF. Always read and follow label directions. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. Three minutes after 5 o'clock here at Wax 104.5 in the Midwest Farm Report. Let's have a first look at those markets. Fed beef steers are at 98 to 109 with the mix selling 80 to 97. Fed beef heifers 97 and a half to 109 with mix 70 to 96. Fed Holstein steers 86 and a half to 94 with select and choice 70 to 86. Cows are at 50 to 69. Bulls 59 to 86. Butcher hogs 38 to 42 and sows 25 to 35. Boars are at 11 to 21. New crop market lambs are at 155 to 135. And feeder lambs 175 to 275. On the livestock futures, live cattle for February at 115.02, up 57. April 119.25, up 65. And June 114.70, up 82. Down 82, rather. Feeder cattle for January at 138.95, up 42. Uh, March 140.22, and that's up 47. And April 141.77, up 12. Lean hogs for February at 70.27, up 267. April 72.25, up 175, or up 117, rather. And May 76.72, up 80. The Greens futures, March Corn opened at 496, up 12. March oats, 368, up 7. March soybeans, 1347, up 36. March soybean meal, $439.80 a ton, up $10.40. And March wheat, 647, up 7. It is that they can create. Go online, goodmansjewelers.com. He can smell fried cheese curds from 15 miles away. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Josh Scramlin. Hey, good morning to you, and happy belated New Year. It is the Midwest Farm Report, and this is our first show of the brand new year. And all I can say is, knock on wood, let's hope that this year goes way better than last year. But it's it's only uphill from here, right? Oh, boy. Well, here, I do actually have some good news for you. I just want to let you know that the Wisconsin FFA alumni and their supporters will be hosting their annual meeting and convention as a hybrid option this year. So members will have an option to attend their annual meeting and convention either in person or virtually. So it's not completely online. There is an in-person component. So though the convention festivities will look very different from past years, the organization bylaws state that they must host their annual meeting each year in February. So after a whole lot of discussion, it has been decided that they will host the event 
this year for one day only. And that is going to happen in Green Bay on Saturday, February 13th. If you want to get the full details, figure out how to register and get all your questions answered on the Wisconsin FFA Alumni Hybrid Convention, you can do so by going to MidwestFarmReport.com. Farm Director Pam Yonke joins us in just a moment with some good news to kick off the new year. Sign up for daily agriculture updates by joining our email list. Head to MidwestFarmReport.com, enter your email address, and we'll handle the rest. More farm news straight ahead. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. You know truck duallys, but have you thought about a dual career providing the ability to farm and work for great benefits? From farm implement parts to medical equipment to power tools, Signacast builds the things that help build America. Work shifts allow for 78 fewer days at work per year. Signacast is now hiring production and maintenance employees at their Hartford location. A clean, high-tech workplace. Build your future at Signacast.com slash careers. Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. If you're interested in a rewarding career with a strong Wisconsin company, Rural Mutual Insurance is looking to add to their growing team of successful employees and agents. Apply online today at ruralmutual.com slash careers. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. One of the areas that really took a hit this past year because of the uh, coronavirus pandemic, education. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And, of course, one of the agricultural education areas that Wisconsin is famous for all over the country and all over the world, for that matter, is our University of Wisconsin Farm and Industry Short Course. And some uh, interesting things, Josh, are happening as far as trying to help more students get an education through the short course. Yeah, Bob, it's some really good news for a change, and I'm happy to share it with everybody. It's Josh Scramlin here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. So short course is a 16-week program that I recently learned has been offered at UW since 1886. So tens of thousands of ag professionals have graduated from short course, and the university is hoping even more can do so with the short course tuition promise. If your family makes below the median income here in Wisconsin, so that's $60,000, you will get your tuition paid for through gifts and grants. Pam Yankee had the chance to catch up with the short course program director, Jennifer Blazik. And before they got into that, Blazik says that the program is actually going pretty well given the circumstances of this year. Really good. Yeah, actually, uh, it's a little unique because I don't get to see my students as often as I would love to, like we would be if we were on, in person. But online has definitely given us access to different student populations, people who would never have been able to participate in FISC in person. So I definitely foresee in the future there's some online component to FISC. It will never replace our in-person because that's what our students and our alumni love about FISC is that in-person, residential, getting to know their peers and being on campus. But I think for sure we definitely want to incorporate online in the future with FISC. What have your instructors had to say about this experience? I mean, for some of them, this may be uh, a little strange for them to try to keep students informed and engaged. Yeah, it's definitely been a learning process for all of us. I know that's definitely not their most favorite way of teaching our students um, because you don't get that same engagement or, you know, questions afterwards like, 
I know a lot of our students would hang out after class and talk over particular farm issues with uh, with our instructors. So you definitely don't get that level of interaction as much online. I know they liked it because now they see, oh, there's some possibilities of maybe we can offer more um, online and then take advantage of the in-person class time and do more activities, more labs, more hands-on. So it, it does give some new perspectives for future of ways to kind of get rid of some of that lecture in class and do more hands-on in class. So I think we have there's some potential there. Super. Now let's talk about uh, the new calendar year in 2021. You are already making plans to try to resume some more normal teaching formats. Tell me about that. Yes, that's our goal is we're going in person. I'm, I'm planning full speed steam ahead with an in-person program next uh, fall next fall and spring, 21-22. And so short of anything negative or bad happening in the world, that's our plan. So and then everything will be back to normal. We'll be we'll be in Lowell Center again or for the first time. We were supposed to be there this year, but with everything happening. So we'll get the Lowell experience, um, have our in-person classes again. Uh, planning for we're also going to be offering turf grass certificate it's a one-year certificate um, for students next year which is exciting because we've again with all the things that have happened this year we've had to push all our plans back so now I'm excited to offer that next year is turf grass uh, being at Lowell and then of course as you know tuition promise goes into effect next year as well so a lot of new and exciting things happening in the fifth world. Let's talk a little bit more about that because uh, the tuition announcement should definitely not go unnoticed by students or their families. And how are you trying to work to get that message out? Like you said, normally you'd be right next to me at all the fairs, all the conferences, on-campus visits, doing recruiting. So tell me a little bit about the tuition promise Fisk is making and then how you're trying to get that word out to potential students, Jennifer. Yeah, definitely. Uh, So, yeah, all the announcements have gone out last week. And so what it is, it's a really cool program that really leverages our, the funding that we've been provided by our generous donors and supporters to pay for 100% of students' tuition and fees. So Wisconsin residents who are eligible, um, if they have a household adjusted gross income of $60,000 or less, or have received federal benefits, and one of those exciting benefits is ag-related. So it's the USDA Emergency Disaster Assistance. So a family, um, farm family has received that in since 2018, they are eligible as well. And so it covers all tuition and fees for a student. And the nice thing is students don't have to do FAFSA, the fi- federal financial aid, because none of this is federal money. So all it is is two easy questions on our fifth scholarship application, and then you can become eligible. And all you do have to do is uh, self-report that data, and you can get some money. So it's really great opportunity. I love it because I think it's going to be a great way for us to provide more meaningful support to students, and especially those students who are in need, so our fam families in Wisconsin. So that's going to be excellent. Yeah, you don't you don't hear much about free education, literally. And now, how have your donors been doing in the pandemic? I mean, it's one thing to go to the coffers once, Jennifer, but it's another thing to keep that offer up. Yeah, definitely. It's going to be great. And we've always been able to give such good scholarship support over the years but this is just going to up our game completely by being able to offer this program and so i just love it and then even those students who aren't going to be um, eligible for the maybe they're not from wisconsin or they don't meet that eligibility requirement we still have all our scholarship monies that we would normally give to students to help support that and other partnerships that we've been working with to really help out uh, students who are interested in pursuing their career in agriculture. Yeah, like I said, uh, trying to get this word out is a challenge for all of us. We're doing what we can. And how are you 
<laughs> trying to reach those potential candidates that are out there maybe at a tech college or maybe still on the farm uh, without any shows or conferences to get that face-to-face experience? I do miss not being able to go to any of the shows. It's been the probably the hardest thing this year has been not being able to go to like World Air Expo and, and potentially WPS Farm Show and all those fun ones. So what we're doing is we're really pushing virtual. And so we normally have a preview day um, each month of during when we're in session for FISC. So what we're doing is now it's all online. So anybody can tour Fisk and the UW-Madison campus from the comfort of their home or farm. And so if you just go to our website, we have a virtual tour on there, and then we're scheduling uh, webinars, preview day webinars, where you can get some one-on-one, get your questions answered. Maybe it's about Fisk tuition promise. Maybe it's about the experience. Maybe the new turf grass certificate. And those webinars we're starting in January, and we're going to do um, during the rest of the year, a couple each month. So definitely go to our website and check out those opportunities to get to know us more. What have you heard from the students that have engaged online exclusively? I know when we talked earlier, uh, you were kind of excited to see the types of students that were engaging, even in light of these challenging circumstances, uh, particularly those that wouldn't have been able to make the classroom fit if they were online. What have they been giving you as far as feedback as they go through this, Jennifer? Yeah, we'll learn more once we get course evaluations coming through in the next week or so. But yeah, I know our students have been really excited. It's definitely not ideal, but for some of them who have who wouldn't be able to participate in the in-person, they're like, this is great. We're not getting, I have no other way to get this information. And they really like that it's applied and um, that the instructors are doing their best to engage. I know our one instructor who does soils, Francisco Arriaga, who's an extension specialist, he's trying to engage with students as much as possible. So he's been doing, like, long-distance soil sampling and things like that that we would be able to do easily in person in class, but he's trying to replicate that in that remote distance. So it's it's not ideal, but it's working, and I know our students are really excited, and they love our instructors, um, whether they're online or in person, because they really know how to bring it to that farm context. Yeah, we're <laughs> agriculture is much better face to face all the way around. Jennifer Blazik along with us from the Farm and Industry Short Course. They are persevering right now in an online virtual world, but they're looking forward to a face to face experience come 2021's uh, fall semester. But, you know, the other caveat, Jennifer, is for any of our Fisk graduates, not necessarily as much fanfare coming up spring of 2021, huh? No, unfortunately, nobody this year, because we had a reduced offering, will be able to, quote-unquote, graduate uh, with a certificate. But I know I've been talking with our alumni association, WALSA, and they're really excited to celebrate the end of the year um, and FISC and our students uh, and combining that in tandem with the FISC reunion, uh, which will happen now in March. So that's exciting. Normally, it happens in um, January, right up the first week of classes. But obviously, with everything going on, that got pushed back. Hopefully, we can still do it. Um, with everything that's moving forward in the pandemic world, hopefully that's a possibility. But that they're planning on doing that celebration for our students uh, with the Fisk reunion. Excellent network supporting all of that educational process. Jennifer Blazik along with us from the Farm and Industry Short Course. And like she said, don't forget about that Fisk tuition promise. If your family qualifies as far as earned income, you could literally enjoy a great educational ride thanks to the wonderful donors and supporters of the Farm and Industry Short Course. Find out more and take that virtual tour online at the Farm and Industry Short Course website. We'll have links available for you as well. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke. What weather is in store for the Midwest today? Stay tuned as ag meteorologist Stu Muck gives you the latest forecast in just moments. 
right here on the Midwest Farm Report. You decided to upgrade your outdoor deck, so you ordered the essentials, a power washer, a set of patio chairs, and a shiny new grill. And you use your Bank of America Cash Rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping and up to 5.25% as a preferred rewards member, which you put towards your most essential deck addition, a bird feeder. Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Weather Shield Transportation in Medford is looking for professional truck drivers to deliver product from Weather Shield window and door manufacturing facilities located in central Wisconsin. If you desire to become a part of a team of drivers who place a premium on customer service, safety, professionalism, and driver quality of life, please call them today at 1-800-654-8641 or apply online at weathershield.com slash contact. They offer an attractive pay package, sign-on bonus and benefits, quarterly bonus programs, company-paid life insurance, and short-term disability, holiday pay, and paid vacation upon hire and more. They are accepting CDL driving school graduates and have tuition reimbursement bonuses. They run a fleet of late model assigned equipment with a wide selection of loads delivering throughout the United States and Canada. Interested candidates should contact Weathershield Transportation at 642 South Whelan Avenue in Medford, weathershield.com slash contact or call 1-800-654-8641. Weathershield Transportation is an equal opportunity employer. I'm sure when you're listening to the radio or podcast, you've asked the question, is that ad really helping out that business? Is that post on the internet really drawing more traffic? Now, I can sit here and give you many different examples and reasons why partnering with Midwest Family Eau Claire can help you and your business. But let's go to the source. Let's hear success stories local businesses have experienced by partnering with Midwest Family Eau Claire. This is Sean from Tilden Gun. Tilden Gun is a local small business in the Chippewa Valley, and they have been partnering with Midwest Family for over a year now. Well, by the number of the new customers who have personally told me they they hear my ads, I know it really works. It's brought in many new clients for us. Pretty happy about that. And at Midwest Family Eau Claire, we work with you to achieve your goals. I think you guys are a great team to work with, and you really set my mind at ease with the whole thing. I really like the personal touch that you do with my commercials. We want to help you achieve your goals. We want to be on your team. Give us a call today at 715-832-1530. And let's build something special together. Allstate now has deeper savings. And deeper savings require deep thoughts and a deep voice, like mine. Save for being a new customer. Save more for adding DriveWise. And save even more for driving safely. Visit Allstate.com or contact your local agent for a quote today. As someone once said, saving today is money tomorrow. That's deep. Not available in every state. New customer savings based on early signing discount. Drive-Eyes is an optional feature. Savings vary based on how you buy. Subject to terms and conditions. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. North Cook, Illinois. For victims of drunk and drug driving, your grief is unique. But you're not alone. Call the 24-hour helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit mad.org. Our normals are in the mid-20s right now. And I'm looking at mid, low to mid-30s for daytime highs. Let's put it that way. Sounds pretty mild right through the week. A little on the above normal side and overall fairly dry as well. I don't expect any major snow threats to build in here during the week. So we're not going to have much of that cleanup work or travel hazards to worry about. Just a bit more of that fog this morning right into tomorrow morning as well. I'll have forecast details right after this. Compere Financial helped us get into our forever home. They helped me expand more than acreage. And helped our dairy grow for the next generation. 
At Compure Financial, we see potential in every plan. Our unique perspective finds solutions to your challenges, and our specially trained financial team guides you every step of the way. Partner with us to make your goals possible. Compure.com. Compure Financial ACA is an equal opportunity lender and equal opportunity provider. And MLS number 619731, copyright 2021, all rights reserved. This is the story of Daniel, who was born two months early. His lungs weren't ready. His heart wasn't ready. His parents could only hope that one day he would leave the hospital healthy and they would all live happily ever after. Daniel's is just one of the more than 500,000 stories of babies born prematurely last year. You can help the March of Dimes stop premature birth and bring more babies home healthy. Learn how at marchofdimes.com. Working together for stronger, healthier babies. It's Josh Gramlin for the Midwest Farm Report on a Monday morning, the first Monday of the new year. So, Stu, it looks like we're going to have above normal temperatures this week, and we're not going to have any snow. Not a bad way to kick off 2020 for Wisconsin. No, not really if you're working outside. And I, and I know a lot of folks are getting a lot more done yet at this time of the year, but then there are those who want to get out with the snowmobiles and the cross-country skis. I'm just not going to be saying good things for you. How about that? The dense fog advisory till noon today. Freezing fog, freezing on your windshield, freezing on that sidewalk or that little stretch of road you may not expect. Take it easy. Could be slick in some spots. And keep in mind it's fog. Give yourself a little time. The quarter-mile visibility, slow down, keep those headlights on for quite a while today. Now, I do expect during the day after the fog, that there may be some very light snow or even a little patchy freezing drizzle developing even late this morning in west and northwest Wisconsin, later in the day further on to the south and east, just a little light, light precipitation. Temps ought to still hold in the low 30s with southwest winds at 5 to 10. That little snow, freezing drizzle, fog will continue and end from west to east just into the nighttime. We stay cloudy overnight, very low 20s for lows, northwest winds at 5 to 10. A little fog is possible, again, expected tomorrow morning, Tuesday morning. Could be freezing fog as well, so be on the alert. Keep in mind tomorrow morning. I'd expect more sun during the day. Call it partly sunny, not bad. Low 30s with the northwest winds at 5. And even Wednesday, mostly cloudy, heading up in toward the mid-30s, 34, maybe some 35s here and there. East winds at 5. I'd expect about the same uh, mid-30s with some clouds on Thursday. All in all, Josh, it really sounds like a pretty mild week. Not going to do much to build up snow cover, but I've heard a lot of folks have been ice fishing here lately, and that ice is slowly and surely improving. So be careful with that, but get out and enjoy if you can. All right, Stu, sounds good. We'll talk to you tomorrow, same time, same place. Sounds like a plan. Take All right. care. Yep, catch you later. That is Ag Meteorologist Stu Muck. It is 21 and foggy in Green Bay, and it is 21 and cloudy in Wausau. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. For those who work in Where we acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. At 526 here at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report, let's start. We're going to be looking at the markets right after this with Rocky Olson. Without more licensed workers, Gary's roofing business might hit its ceiling. Hey, that new contract just got pushed up. We are going to need all hands on deck to make this happen. Hey, Gary, you booked me on that other job next week. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. 
Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we're turning the corner in that barn heading down the alley as we head on with the chores at the Midwest Farm Report here at Wax 104.5. We have Rocky Olson on. Happy New Year, Rocky. I didn't get to say that. Looks like the weather's starting right. No storms, no uh, super cold, so that's good. Yep, that's right. That's, uh, you know, I've been known to have the situation in the years, uh, you know, back on the dairy farm, back in the day, most of us had a few feeder, uh, a few um, brood sows, and actually I had some brood sows a few years ago, and it seemed that January 1st was an invitation for 20 below zero, a good little bit of wind, and some farrowing. And okay. I don't miss it. <laughs> yep, no doubt. So everybody can be happy that I got rid of my brood sows and because uh, the weather turned then. So okay. tell us what's going on with this new year, Rocky. Uh, thank you, Scott, and good morning, everyone. This is how last week's markets uh, shaped up here at Premier Livestock. Uh, markets were all stronger last week. So uh, fed cattle, uh, high choice and prime Holstein steers traded from 93 to 99.50. Select and low choice, 85 to 92. Choice beef steers and heifers on a light test, mostly 93 to 99. Market cows, like I said, very much stronger last week on a lighter supply. Most of the cows from 47 to 57. We sold them high-yielding cows from 58 all the way up to 77. Uh, market bulls sold stronger, high-yielding bulls from 76 to 89, lower-yielding 75 and down. Organic market cows sold every Monday, mostly 71 to 82, lower-yielding below 70. Newborn Holstein bull calves sold mostly from 75 to 125 per head. Beef calves 100 to 250, Holstein heifer calves 10 to 40. Uh, this week we got a full marketing week. We're selling uh, market cattle and calves Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Uh, this Tuesday is a special feeder cattle auction, bread stock cow auction, to have two small beef cow calf uh, or beef herd dispersals. Uh, we're expecting six to seven hundred head. Wednesday we got our dairy cattle auction. Have a complete herd dispersal of sixty-five high-quality registered Holstein dairy cows. They have an eighty-eight pound average with a fifty-eight cell count. Uh, their parlor freestall herd. Herd number two, 30 crossbred dairy cows, Jersey cross, Normandy cross, and a few linebacks. They're also parlor freestall plus several reputation loads of top parlor freestall cows, most of them being first and second lactation. Uh, also has some very nice quality groups of springing heifers. Uh, full listing on our website. Uh, of these advanced consignments, premierlivestockandauctions.com. If you got cattle to sell, you want to get them advertised for our website, we'd certainly like you to have us give us a call, 715-229-2500. And that's how it shaped up, Scott. And again, as always, if you don't want to jump into that vehicle and drive out into the cold and want to buy some cattle, you can get online and do it. You betcha. we got lots of customers buying their cattle online, and however you like to do it, uh, we know life's busy. Come on over. All right. Thanks a lot, Rocky. We'll catch you later. Thank you, Scott. That's Rocky Olson over at Premier Livestock at Withy.
Progressive presents The Sounds of the Old World. The year is 2019, and someone is getting up to use the bathroom at the stadium. Excuse me? Excuse me? Oh, sorry. Excuse me? You mind if I just squeeze by here? This has been The Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 23 degrees as we roll on with the morning chores here at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Let's have a look at some of the local and state news. Well, Wisconsin's coronavirus measuring sticks haven't hit any new milestones, but the state's Department of Health Services yesterday reported just more than 2,400 new COVID-positive cases for the day. The state's seven-day positivity rate remains at 10%. The DHS also reported just more than 1,000 people in the hospital with the virus. That's lower than last month, but about where the state's hospitalization numbers have been for the past week or so. At least one of Wisconsin's Republican congressmen does not want to continue the challenge with the November election. Congressman Mike Gallagher yesterday said it's time to end the election opposition. Gallagher said there are plenty of unanswered questions about irregularities in Wisconsin's election, but he said the time to raise those questions has passed. Gallagher said Congress is not in the position to override states when it comes to the Electoral College. But Wisconsin U.S. Senator Ron Johnson has been added to the list of Republicans on Capitol Hill who will object to the election results. Johnson on Saturday released a statement with other Republicans that said there are too many unanswered questions about voter fraud and what he sees as the illegitimacy of the November election to sit by, just sit by. Johnson said he wants a 10-day pause to look for answers regarding absentee and mail-in ballots, as well as looking into questions about whether key states followed state and regular federal uh, election laws. Congress is supposed to approve the Electoral College results on Wednesday. The former Speaker of the House from Wisconsin is coming out uh, uh, on the record against the uh, Republicans' plans to oppose the November election results. Paul Ryan yesterday released a statement that said he's opposing the Electoral College results in one of the most anti-democratic and anti-conservative things that Republicans in Washington, D.C. can do. Ryan said the president has had plenty of chances to challenge the election in court but failed to bring enough evidence to overturn the results. He said the Electoral College opposition will sow seeds of doubt in Joe Biden's presidency. And you won't be going to Miller Park anymore to watch the Brewers baseball games. The stadium is officially renamed American Family Field. American Family Insurance took over the naming rights of the stadium as of January 1st. And that contract will last at least 15 years. And oh yeah, the Packers. 35-16 to 16 winners over the Bears secured the number one seed and a first round bye in the NFL playoffs that start next weekend. Another great game. And oh yeah, the Vikings, by the way, they also won 30 to 7, 37 to 35, beating the Lions. Well, as Rocky said, no storms, no nothing. It's been pretty calm to start the year. Let's go over to Kelly Slifko over at Skywearing 13 to find out 
how calm it's going to be. Yeah, so far it looks like it is going to be fairly calm. The only thing we're looking at is some fog that's been de- developing. Uh, we got a lot of low-level moisture, not much of a wind to scour that moisture out. So watch out for some thick fog this morning. We do have a dense fog advisory, in effect, actually until noon. There is a weak front that's moving through Minnesota right now, and that has a very narrow band of some sleet mixed in with some flurries. That may move through during the midday hours, but it's going to be brief, not going to be really affecting us very long. That's really our only chance for seeing any kind of precipitation most of this week week as we should get up to about 33 so running above average we'll look at decreasing clouds tonight overnight low down to 17 and tomorrow mostly sunny 34 cloudy still mild wednesday 33 partly cloudy skies thursday high of 31 right now with some haze cloudy skies in eau claire currently 23 degrees i'm sky 13 meteorologist kelly slifka hey kelly i have an important question for you okay yesterday that beautiful frost on the trees mm-hmm. piled up and uh you know, into into stacks of crystals. Would you have defined that as hoarfrost or rime? You know, I'm not exactly sure. You know, that's a good question. I'll have to take a look. I'm not exactly sure which that would be. I, it was a little bit of a debate online yesterday with some folks, and it, it was a different kind of hoarfrost than I am used to seeing in this neck of the woods. And yeah, that's what I wondered if it was rhyme. Uh, you know, I'd have to take a look. I didn't really see what it looked like, but uh, I'll, I'll do a little research. All right. We look forward to hearing your results. That sounds good. That's Kelly Slifkover over at Skywarn 13. When you've got to have an auction, you want to work with a company that knows what it's doing to help you, and that means you want to use Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. And right now, Christensen Sales has a great employment opportunity. Ken also owns a few dairy farms and is looking for a good herdsman to run a 75-cow registered dairy operation. Excellent working conditions with modern buildings, competitive pay, and a good support staff. If you're interested, call Ken at Christensen Sales in Abbotsford at 715-223-6345. Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 23 minutes before 6 o'clock here at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Let's continue with the morning markets by having a look at... uh, what happened over at the Equity Altoona market uh, in the middle of the week? The week shortened, of course, market-wise by the holiday. And then we'll be hearing from Jerry Fitzgerald over at Stratford Equity. Choice beef steers and heifers, 95 to $1.05 at the top of $1.750. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers, 90 to 94 at the top of 98 Choice Holstein steers, 84 to 90 Select underfinished heavyweight steers and heifers, 84 and down. Choice dairy cross steers and heifers 90 to 95. Top 20% of the cow cows sold from 53 to 59 with a top of 64. 60% of the cows sold from 40 to 52. Bottom 20% of the cows sold from 40 and down. Cold bulls sold from 60 to 70 with a top of 78. Thin, full, horned bulls weighing over a ton all discounted. 80% of the 95-pound up Holstein bull calves sold from 50 to $120 per head. Light and poor quality calves sold from $50 per head, and down quality beef calves sold from $50 to $205 per head. Just a quick reminder, our next special feeder sale is January 8th. To consign any cattle to our upcoming sales, or if you'd like an on-farm visit, feel free to call the market at 715-835-3104. Early consignments are always appreciated. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in Altoona. Have a great day. Thank you for that, Jim. And right on cue, we have Jerry Fitzgerald on from the Stratford Equity Market. Good morning, Jerry. We were talking off the air here. It would be nice to see a little sunshine, and hopefully we can do that tomorrow. 
Well, Scott, and a good morning to you. Yeah, I know yesterday I was uh, watching the weather late last night, and the, there were certain areas that the sun did manage to peek through yesterday. Was that one of your areas or not? No. No, it was uh, nice and uh, foggy, overcast and foggy most of the day, holding on to that, uh, well, we we don't know because uh, we just asked Kelly Slifka whether it was rime or hoarfrost, but, oh, that was so beautiful yesterday, wasn't it? Yes, it was, but the only thing is, again, this morning, uh, before we uh, talk about the sales schedule this mm-hmm. week here at Equity, drive careful this morning because it's foggy again, and hopefully uh, the uh, the sun will make an appearance in 2021 here. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, that's right. So, speaking of appearances, let's see what's going on with the market appearances this week. All right, Scott, thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. Again, a full marketing schedule on tap here this week at Equity Stratford as we do start 2021. And, of course, we do get underway um, bright and early this morning here at 9.30 a.m. with Market Cows. Uh, we sell those this morning. We sell fat cattle. We sell bulls. Baby calves today will start about 11 o'clock, and then we'll finish the uh, sale this afternoon with the balance of the market cattle. Tomorrow, Tuesday, a busy marketing day here in Stratford. Tomorrow, we do get underway tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock with the hay auction. And that will be followed at 11 o'clock by the dairy sale tomorrow. Also sell market cattle tomorrow on Tuesday. Wednesday, full marketing day also. 10 a.m. start Wednesday morning with market cows, fat cattle, market bulls on Wednesday, sheep, hog, and goats, and also baby calves. And now uh, our Thursday schedule this week will be back to normal as we will sell both market cattle and baby calves on Thursday. So, again, Scott, a full marketing week is on tap here. And, uh, again, folks, all this information on our sales schedules is on our website. When you call up, you can click on the Stratford page. You'll have that information. Or you can call us at 715-687-4101. And, uh, as per usual, we will be back here tomorrow morning to give the update on the uh, market activity for today. Boy, it seems like a long time ago since we had a sale with all the stuff going on all the weekend. But, anyway, we're back at it this uh, Monday morning. And... uh, well, as you've been reporting earlier, the commodities are really, really making some interesting moves. So we'll have to wait and see what happens in the livestock end of it uh, here today at Stratford. And we'll report that for you folks tomorrow morning. And uh, I guess that's about all we have this morning, Scott. Uh, and uh, if we can slide through January like we have been, man, this one's going to be too bad, is it? I could uh, live this way. A little bit more I know snow. There's some I would find a little more snow. A little snow cover wouldn't hurt. Yeah, a little bit more. We have we have a decent little cover here, but it's. Uh, yep. I know some of the snowmobile enthusiasts are not real happy, but the. Uh, I think most places of uh, ice fishermen are out there fairly safe. I would think, huh? That's right, and you know, with this uh, limited snow on the ice, makes for good ice skating. I've, I'm told. Have you been out there uh, doing some skating or not? <laughs> well, we kind of just uh, restrict the walking. You know, <laughs> we get. <laughs> People our age get sort of accident-prone, Scott, you know. That's right. We leave that stuff to fancy guys like Bosold. There you go, yeah. And, well, yeah, one thing about it, uh, boy, I tell you what, it's a long ways down if he falls on ice skates. We'll that's right, that's right, but he does it well. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow, Jerry. You bet, Scott. Thank you much, and you enjoy the day. I shall. That's Jerry Fitzgerald over at Stratford Equity. 
Dan the Resale Man is a new resale store on Eau Claire's West Side on Westgate Road just off Cameron next to Dan the Moving Man. Dan the Resale Store has so much from food to office furniture to personal care items like face masks, deodorant, soap, and more for less. Talking one-third of retail price. Save money and still get everything you need at Dan the Resale Man, Westgate Road just off Cameron in Eau Claire. Find them on Facebook. Open Monday through Thursday, 8 to 5, Friday and Saturday, 8 to noon. Dan, the resale man. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's 5.43 a.m. here at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And I know we have a happy soul on the line right now in Michelle over at Tureen Livestock because her guy, Aaron Rodgers, her favorite all-time football player really came through, and they're now the number one seed going into the playoffs this weekend. It's exciting. It is. Good morning, Scott. It really is. It's exciting. And you know, Michelle? Yeah, I was a little concerned. I was a little concerned in the third quarter, though. Yeah, they couldn't really get them stopped, but they got them stopped when they had to. And Michelle, you know that it's one of the very few times I was reading this early this morning that the, one of the very few times that an NFL team has more touchdown passes than punts. That's a big thing. That is a big thing. The Packers did that this season. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of records were broken within the team this year, so that's cool. That's right. And I'm going to have to look back because I don't know that I remember them not scoring on their first possession in any game. I know they had an early season streak of doing that scoring on uh, that first possession and boy if they pulled that off that'd be a cool record too i i don't know how you can do that that's a... i think there was, I, yeah it, did they say that was a record or are you just thinking it was cuz i thought there was one game where they didn't well maybe they yeah i i didn't get to watch every first drive but <laughs> no so, i didn't either i didn't either but yeah, yeah i don't know we'll yeah. have to see yeah Look back. I'm curious on that. I'm going to. And speaking of first drives, what's the first drive on the market situation over at Tureen? All right. Thank you, Scott. Summing up the week of December 28th at Tureen Livestock Market in the Slaughter Market. For last week, we topped at 72. 82% of the cows sold from 33 and above, 43 and above. Market cows were 55 to 66, low yielding cows 44 to 54, thin and weak cows 43 and lower. In the Holstein steer market, choice and prime 84 to 95, selects were 83 and down. For beef type steers and heifers, choice 87 to 98, selects were 85 and lower. In the bull market, high yielding beef types came in at 65 to 76, with the utilities at 64 and down. In the placement calf market, good quality Holstein bull calves sold from 75 to 128 dollars per head. Lighter and lower quality calves, 25 dollars per head and down. Holstein heifer calves were 10 to 40 dollars per head. Beef calves 90 to 220 per head. In the hog market, there was no test on the butcher butcher hogs. Sows were 30 to 40. Boars were 19 and below. Today will be our next sale. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. If you have a question or you need trucking, give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127. And check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. For all of us at Trin Livestock, your family owned an upper market. Have a great day. You know, I was mentioning Jerry Fitzgerald just a moment ago, Michelle, uh, about the possibilities of ice skating and it strikes me that kind of to the north of your parking lot there on the north end maybe it'd make for a nice <laughs> pond to uh, ice skate and 
Yeah, maybe you guys should set that up. I just, I just actually went ice skating, and my son has a pond, or the um, river goes into a pond by his place, and yeah, we just did that this last weekend. It was beautiful. Very cool. I'm very jealous Mm -hmm. that you and Bob and the likes all are so smooth on those ice skates and I just never yeah, got the hang of it because smooth. I didn't do it enough <laughs> as a young guy. Yeah, so. But maybe I'll pick it you up. You know, now. and fortunately, Thorpe does have that ice skating ring. So, yeah, as a kid, I utilized that. And hopefully a lot of kids do utilize that still to this day because it's a, it's a great asset to have. So. It really is. It really is. Hey, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Sounds good. Take care. That's Michelle over at Turin Livestock at Thorpe. If you are involved in youth or high school sports, you need to know about Positive Coaching Alliance. PCA is a national nonprofit organization developing better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. For more information, visit positivecoach.org. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. We're into the new year, but it's the same guy on our next Grow Alfalfa update program, our state forage specialist, Dan Undersender, and Dan, a happy new year. And happy new year to you and all of the listening audience, Bob. Hey, well, recently, I mean, it was pretty brown around most of the state in November, most of December. We've got some snow now, and in some cases, in some places, and more than others, of course, as always, but can we generally across the state feel pretty comfortable now that uh, if we can just add on to this snowpack that our alfalfa is going to be in pretty good shape going through the winter until we get to whatever happens in the spring? Yes, Bob. uh, Snow is such a tremendous insulator and does so much good to help survival of all perennial crops, including alfalfa. Uh, when I, we had a research station up at Ashen, we used to even have California types of alfalfa survive the winter some years just because they always had good snow cover. And, of course, they could grow grapes and other things that wouldn't normally survive the winter. So snow is a tremendous insulator. Uh, I've looked at this a time or two, and we've had some really cold weather and it's not unusual to see snow insulating the uh, ground up to as much as 50 degrees of air temperature. In other words, the ground would be freezing or barely freezing when the temperature outside for three or four days had been minus 20, something like that. So snow is a tremendous insulator. The important thing to remember is that if we want good alfalfa winter survival, First off, the soil temperature at 4 inches needs to stay above 13, but actually a little bit warmer than that. We like to see it stay in the vicinity of uh, 20 to 25, and then the crown buds will not be damaged in any way. Uh, So there's two issues. If it's cold enough in the crown area that the buds are damaged and the alfalfa plant has to put them out and regrow the next spring. The other thing is if it gets down to 13 degrees in the soil, then the whole plant will likely die. With six inches of snow cover, this almost never happens in our region. Uh, In fact, uh, I used to get grave digger reports and they would report that the soil temperature seldom got below 28 degrees 
regardless of what the air temperature was. So the good news is, is that we haven't had cold enough temperatures to cause any injury to alfalfa at this point. And then the second really good uh, part of this is that with at least six inches of snow cover, uh, we're going to be protected for the alfalfa through the winter period. Now, the one thing that I might point out quickly is that if we're down in the six-inch range of snow, then uh, it's important for the snow to be light and fluffy to be insulating. If it's compacted, for example, with snowmobile tracks, then that alfalfa will get colder underneath there, and you'll oftentimes see the alfalfa green up somewhat slower in the area where you have snowmobile tracks over the alfalfa field. So the good news is we have snow cover. The recommendation would be to try to keep it light and fluffy by night driving on it, and then our alfalfa should come through the winter in good shape. And uh, let's hope that's the way we have the rest of our winter. So far, so good. Dan Undersander, once again with us on our next Grow Alfalfa Update program. And let's have a look at some of the national and state farm news. Leaders of Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, one of the largest dairy co-ops in the country, have urged Congress to help broaden the milk options children's have in school. Children have in school, that is. The call for greater flexibility came after the federal government released the 2020 update to the Dietary Guidelines for Americans. Every five years, the USDA and the Department of Health and Human Services releases the guidelines offering advice about what to eat and drink to promote health, reduce the risk of chronic diseases, and meet nutrient needs. Brody Staple, president of Edge Dairy Cooperative and a dairy farmer in Wisconsin, said Edge welcomes the continued recognition of the importance of dairy in the daily diet with the release of that 2020-2025 dairy dietary guidelines for Americans. But he added the lack of recognition about the nutritional benefits from fuller fat dairy in the new guidelines will continue to hinder the availability of those food options in our schools. The Land Stewardship Project has released a pair of music videos highlighting key themes about the growing farmer interest in building soil health. The two songs of the soil, Got Cover Crops and Back to the Soil, were commissioned from Austin, Minnesota native and singer-songwriter Brett Hesla and performed with the band Six Feet Deep. While writing the songs, Hesla got, well, deeply grounded in the subject uh, through the visits to the farms of soil health farmers and land stewardship project members, Tom and Alma Cotter of Austin and Caleb and Angie Anderson of Goodhue, Minnesota. The LSP hopes the videos can further build the energy and community that's been growing among farmers interested in improving soil health in the upper Midwest. And while we're talking about things right now and heading towards the milk house with these chores, let's have a look at the morning markets. Corn for March opened the morning at 496. That was up 12. March oats opened at 368, up 7. March soybeans, 1347, up 36. March soybean meal, $439.80 a ton. That's up $10.40. And March wheat at 647 was up seven. The limited country elevator price is available because of the holiday. Corn at Golden Plump in Arcadia was at 461. 
Stevens Point had soybeans at 12.77. Corn at Elk Mound was at 4.45 with beans 12.79. At the ethanol plants, Boyceville had corn at 4.52, Stanley at 4.48, and New Richmond at 4.44. On the dairy side of things, barrels of cheese ended last week, again that shortened week, at 154 and a quarter. That was up three and a half. 40-pound blocks at 165, up one, and grade AA butter at 142, down two and three quarters. On the Class three milk futures, January is at 1580, that's down 26. February, 1749, down 42. March, 1751, that's down 28. And April, 1737, down 17. Those prices are down through October. Well, as we've been saying this morning, there's fog out there. It's 23 degrees here in Eau Claire. La Crosse is at 21, Marshfield 22, Green Bay 20, Rice Lake 24, Wausau is at 22, Madison is at 20, Milwaukee at 22, and my beautiful weather reporter up on Iman Ridge says it's 24 degrees there. We're looking at some fog and continued uh, chances of precipitation going into later this morning and early afternoon and later on tonight and into Tuesday, we could have some above-average temperatures moving in with some sunshine. Today, we're looking at a high of 33 with a low of 17. Tuesday, a high of 34 with a low of 22. And Wednesday, a high of 33 with a low of 19. Again, there might be a little fog out there, so take her slow and be careful while you're walking across that farmyard be careful doing whatever you're doing out there. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.